Hello everyone welcome back to another episode and wishing you a very happy new year it's finally 2022 and i am still a bit in awe of you know the entire 2021 it was it just passed by so quickly i mean i'm still mentally processing 2020 march of 2020 but here we are it's almost 2 years later and we've all grown so much as people at least i have i've started a podcast i mean something that was completely beyond of my beyond my abilities <laughs> i i believe that it was beyond my abilities but i'm just so glad that i did make this decision so wishing you a very happy new year and i really hope um you have an amazing year filled with loads of happiness and surprises and you know just a lot of fun i guess um of course the circumstances are such that we it's hard to find um happiness in the smallest things at times but i think that's what life is about um i'm sounding so philosophical right now but yeah <laughs> anyway this week um on the ep- on the podcast i was really glad to have with me halima from a little perspective podcast i've been listening to her podcast for quite some while now and it's just one of those episodes where every time i tune into um her podcast i'm just i leave as a more informed person i am more informed about the different social issues and the kind of topics that she talks about they're very real very raw and it just she provides very reliable um information and the way she puts it across it's really admirable so in this week's episode we talk about social issues we talk about activism activism guilt and burnout and we also share a lot about um our experiences with social issues and dealing with them she was a really fun person to talk to because it was um it's always good to talk to people who know a lot about um you know the socio political um scenario of the world and she was just so well informed so presenting to you our episode uh, i really hope you enjoy it and make sure you follow me on instagram at yourmondaymail.podcast you can also write to me at yourmondaymailpodcast@gmail.com you can follow halima at a little purse podcast i'll be mentioning the links in the description box now on to the episode hello everyone welcome back to another episode of your monday mail podcast this week i'm joined with a fellow podcaster um halima from a little perspective podcast hi halima could you share a little bit about yourself hi um i'm halima and my podcast is called a little perspective um basically on it i kind of explore a bunch of diff- different societal issues so i've talked a lot about sustainability and greenwashing in the fashion industry i talk a lot about racism and its effects in the mental health industry um i've also talked about mental health in the school system like student issues so that's really what my podcast is about and i love talking about issues and making them more digestible so young teens and students can learn more about them um the one thing that really caught my eye was your name it's such a beautiful name what does halima mean 
you so much. Um, my, I know it's Arabic and it means light. It's specifically supposed to mean like light at the end of the tunnel and like gentle. So I think it's a pretty accurate description of who I am. Wow, I absolutely love it. It was really interesting. I think it really resonated with um, a few of like Indian names. It was quite similar, like the, I think the pronunciation of it. Yeah. So tell me something, what inspired you to start your podcast? Was it a, a specific person, an account? Was it a podcast you had been listening to? Um, well, it wasn't a specific podcast. I found that I didn't actually start listening to podcasts like regularly until I actually started my own. But I would say it was definitely back in 2020, like when I first um, started it, definitely like quarantine led me to start it because one, I was really bored and I had nothing to do and I just like didn't feel fulfilled. So I kind of wanted to start one to feel like I had something and also like racism was definitely on the rise with the Black Lives Matter movement and everything happening here in the U.S. And so it kind of inspired me to start one because there was so much misinformation just swirling throughout the internet and I kind of wanted to try to like fix some of the issues that stemmed from that. That's really interesting. Um, on your podcast, you talk about various social issues. I've been listening to them and I really like the topics that you talk about. They're very informative. Which one would you say is your personal favorite episode that you've recorded? Oh, that's a hard question. Um, I would definitely probably. I really liked um, this interview that I did with um, this TikToker, Crystal. She talks a lot about racism related issues. It was called the Oppression Olympics. It was back in season two. It released in around around May of this year. Um, <clears throat> I really liked that episode because like, I also learned so much from it. It was really eye-opening to me. That's really nice. Um, and what was what is your purpose behind talking about these topics specifically? Um, is it something that you know you you're interested in, or do your um, listeners suggest you these topics? How do you do your research for preparing these um, episodes? Well, first of all, I would say the process is really spontaneous and random. Like I'll be on walks or like about to take a nap and I'll just think of something and just like jot it down in my notes. But um, I would say that it's kind of all of those things that you mentioned. Like sometimes I'll sit down and like purposely try to think of topics and like just look through like Google and stuff. Um, sometimes like my family members will suggest it. And then a lot of other times my listeners will suggest it like through a form I have in my bio or maybe like on a question sticker, I'll post on my story. But a lot of times it's either suggestions or just me thinking of it randomly. So yeah, I think even for me, I feel like um, there's just too much pressure for me to, you know, sit down and actually think of it. So I get the best ideas for my podcast episodes when I'm like doing nothing, when I'm absolutely yeah. just free. That That's like the time I'm the most productive, actually. So um you're a student and, you know, how do you find a balance between school and being an activist and being socially connected as well as having a podcast? How do you find that balance in your life? Because I personally do find it quite hard at times. It, it really does keep me mentally stressed. So how do you find the, the equilibrium in your life? 
I mean, I think a little different for me. I, it was definitely challenging at first to find the balance because and I feel like part of that had to do with the fact that I started the podcast during quarantine. Um, and by the time like I had like finished two seasons, I was still learning online. So I feel like the challenge didn't really start until this like school year, like August when I went back to school in person. Um, because now I was at school for seven hours a day and I couldn't just like be in class and also like writing an episode because I was at home. So I feel like part of finding the balance meant making a schedule for myself. It was really difficult at first, but now I have like a whole schedule where I know like what days to post when, what days to start writing or researching or like recording and editing because um, I'm in like a lot of clubs too at school. And like, it's really time consuming. So I feel like finding a, like writing out a schedule in my notes has made it so much more easy for me. Cause now I like know when to do what, and I'm not like free, like free styling everything. I can completely relate because even I started the podcast when it was um, the peak of COVID and now I have my college going on. So I feel like when I have a schedule to my day, it's much more easier to get stuff done and be more productive than you know yeah if, I agree because I'm right now I'm actually attending on offline college so um you know about activism guilt it's very real and it's so true how have you ever dealt with activism guilt um I would say hmm. I mean I would say yes sometimes I feel um like I'm not doing enough and other times I feel like I'm contributing enough to the movements that I care about so it's kind of like flippy floppy sometimes but I think that by just staying consistent with what it is that you believe in like it should kind of wear off and how do you deal with the guilt that comes along with it if you ever feel guilty how do you deal with it um, I kind of just remind like sometimes it's I just don't and I kind of just wait for it to go away on its own but other times I just remind myself that the things I believe in like it's completely valid to be frustrated by certain like societal issues because they affect a lot of people so I think part of like reducing the guilt I feel is reminding myself that there are people besides me who are affected by these things so like if I'm talking about like sexism in the workplace like remembering that there are literally like employees out there who aren't making a lot of money compared to their male counterparts like remembering and reminding myself of that definitely makes the guilt go away a lot quicker yeah and you spoke about your topics being quite socially sensitive and have you ever been criticized for the episodes for any episode that you have uploaded I remember this was back in this was relatively recent because for a while like I would do these people would always ask me this question I'd be like no like I get a lot of support but I remember it was back um back in I think August or September I don't remember the month when I did an episode this year on um the school dress code and how it always often promotes like sexism because it's enforced unfairly um I got a really mean comment from someone and they were talking about how like it doesn't like that issue doesn't exist and how like girls can wear whatever and like guys never get away it was like something like really odd and they ended up deleting their comment but I remember that was the first like piece of criticism I got for that episode did you uh, feel bad like what was your first reaction towards that comment 
Um, I definitely felt, I felt really offended and like, I wasn't like sad or anything, but I was more like frustrated. Like, why didn't they like the episode or like, why did they feel the need to comment that? But then I remembered like before they even deleted the comment, I remember like, I mean, part of like becoming more successful and part of like, like getting a lot more listeners is getting more negative feedback because you can't please everyone. So I realized like, it's kind of a normal thing to expect. And although like it sucks like I was kind of fine with it after a few minutes and um how has your how has social media and um you know all these social media platforms how have they relatively affected your understanding of the world they've definitely okay they've I, they, this is a really loaded question because social media is also like as much as it's, I think it's a great convenient thing it's also very awful in a lot of different aspects but I would say that it's definitely opened my eyes to a lot of societal issues because I've actually like fun fact I found a couple of my topics from Instagram and just from like going through my feed and seeing them appear so I think on one hand it's definitely like open my like spread open my eyes to a lot of different issues because just the, the same way that like you and I like post about our podcast online like other people are as well and like for other issues so it's definitely like taught me about a bunch of different issues through like little posts and infographics but at the same time it's definitely it's definitely shown me a lot of like the uglier side of social issues like it's shown me a lot about people who are maybe like getting cyberbullied on the apps or who post like really hateful stuff even people who left like hate comments like the ones I mentioned so it's a good and bad thing I think it's definitely opened my eyes but also made me a little more hesitant to continue posting um the next question is related to racism um racism is very true it still exists and it's so upsetting to see the marginalized sections of society face such injustice what is your opinion on racism I think similar to how most people, it's a really awful thing. And I think contrary to popular belief, though, it's it's a lot, it's a lot deeper than a lot of people think, because usually like when people talk about racism, it's like, oh, like, like getting called slurs or like, you know, saying like one racist remark, but when in reality, it's systemic and it's been around for a really, really long time and it affects like all sorts of minorities. And so I think, um, like people aren't aware that the racism, like the suffix ism quite literally means like systemic. And so knowing that exists are literally systems in place make people like um, to give people a smaller seating, whether like financially or mentally. So I think my opinion is that it's a lot more complex than a lot of people think. And even just doing my own podcast, I've learned that there's so many different systems that are like set out to make like people for example fail like the mental health industry like the education system like the prison system and so it's just a lot it's really complex that's how I feel about it I completely agree with you on this issue um if you're comfortable comfortable sharing um would you like to um, share with us if you've ever experienced racism yeah of course um definitely as a black girl there's a lot um and even like having darker skin at that, there's a lot of racism that comes with it. I would say besides like the online, like trolling and like really negative comments I've seen on there, I would say like the biggest one is the, 
like the the ones that like discuss like my proximity to whiteness and a lot of times like I've realized like the way I speak or like the things I talk about um even like the grades I would get in middle school like people would say really awful things like oh you know like you can't be black because like you're smart or like you talk really proper like you you're like you're so white like you've got to be white you can't be black and so those I would say like it, it was more minor things like that. Like the comments about like my hair, it made me really insecure for a really long time. But like a lot of those things, like I would say that they were smaller at the time, but they followed me for years. And it wasn't even until, I'm a senior in high school now. It wasn't even until two years ago when I was a sophomore in high school that I finally started becoming comfortable with like the way I speak and like the way my hair looks because of the really awful comments I got about that back in elementary and middle school. So yeah, I've definitely experienced my fair share of it in a lot of different ways, but those are definitely some of the most memorable ones that really stuck with me. Did it ever affect you? Like, did it ever affect your mental health in any way? Like, did you ever feel really bad about who you are and your culture and, you know, your your ancestral history, your background? Did you ever feel bad about that? Like, did it just ever affect you that way? For sure. Um, I think part of like, also, it's kind of, it feels like I'm like a triple minority sometimes because, you know, like being like black but also like to add another layer my family is Ghanaian like um it's a country in West Africa and where I live there's not a lot like there's not a lot of um West Africans in my region um and so I found that like I often felt like really alienated like really isolated and it ended up like harming me like like you said like it made me feel really insecure about my ancestral history because like there weren't a lot of people out like in my schools like me so I felt like I never really had anyone at school to turn to and so like even small things like even like my lunch like if people make fun of it like it would affect me for years to this day like I still don't feel comfortable bringing like cultural dishes to school to eat so part of like it was definitely difficult to like continue doing that even now like I don't bring them to school because I feel insecure about it but I feel like, like the biggest indicator like that the racism definitely had an effect on my mental state you know even I am a South Asian girl and I, I've seen a lot of my friends and cousins who live abroad they um, face racism on you know these there, there are these tiny microaggressions you know that they go through what are some sources or other books or any any sort of material sources that you would suggest for us to read to know more about racism? Because I personally, living in India, I haven't faced racism as such because we are all culturally quite culturally quite similar people. So I I have not necessarily faced racism, but I would like to know if for someone who would like to know more about racism, what would be a few sources that you would like to suggest? Okay, I'm thinking, and I can't give you like any like specific novels right now. I cannot even think of any, but I, I can't think of the title, but this summer, or no, summer of 2020, I read this novel and I, I completely forgot the title, but I, I know it had the word like slave in it. And it was basically like a journal of this woman who was a slave in America back in like um, 18th, like seven, 18th century. And um, she was kind of like, it was a like, her detailing her life and she was like a young like kid and she was like every day she would write in this journal and kind of like detail how her day went and like what she went through and it's like knowing that it's like a true like story it's like realistic 
I feel like I would definitely recommend that to anyone to read. It's definitely a little more difficult to get through because it's like obviously really sad knowing that it's real and it's like definitely very horrific, but it kind of like opened my eyes. Like it showed me that like slavery and like racism, like it's a lot deeper and it was a lot more traumatic than we think. And even knowing that I myself didn't even go through that like myself, but just reading it, it made me so awful. So like knowing that I felt like that and I'd even go through it, like I can't even imagine how like the real slaves felt. And so I feel like, not even just because it's like about slavery specifically, but I feel like it's such an important read because it shows like how people were really like adversely affected by that and by racism and how it just like, it continues to affect us now, but just obviously in different ways. So I feel like it's a really, it's an important read. I wish I could remember the name. That's completely fine. Whenever you recollect, you could just send a message and I'll share it on my story. Um, What is your view or what are your thoughts on the representation of um, you know the marginalized sections of society in um, the forefront of our society of our industry rather like Mm -hmm. I would say if we're talking about like media like film and like tv and stuff like that that. yeah Um, I would say definitely I feel like very few like films and like just pieces on the media have done it well like when it comes to representation because I feel like oftentimes when minorities are represented there they end up becoming part of a joke or like they're represented through really awful stereotypes. Um, so you have recorded an episode on burnout but let's talk a little about activism burnout. What according to you what is activism burnout and how do you deal with it? I would say activism burnt burnout is definitely when you feel when you feel exhausted from the amount of effort that you put into trying to raise awareness for certain issues. And I feel like it often directly results from not seeing results in like your like your protests or your like your episodes or like whatever efforts like you've been putting in to help stop an issue. Um, sorry, what was the second part of the question? How do I deal with it or how? How do you deal with it? Yes. Yeah. Um, I deal with it by kind of, again, the same as like dealing with activism, just reminding myself that these issues affect real people in our society. And knowing that like, it makes me want to continue fighting. And so I would say that like, also reminding myself that one person on their own cannot make all the difference. So just knowing that like, these major issues aren't gonna be fixed in a day and that like one person like me on their own, like they can't fix it alone. So just knowing that there are other people helping and that we have years to face, like to work on these issues, it definitely makes me feel a lot more grounded. It helps me deal with it a lot. I, absolutely. I think prioritizing our energy is quite important in such cases. Um, I absolutely yeah. loved your episode on cultural approach, appropriation. Could you talk a little more on, on this topic and share your thoughts on it? Um, of course, I would say cultural appropriation, it's definitely, it's this one, obviously, it's not recent but it's I would say it's a relatively recent issue compared to a lot of different things only because like it's now that we've like started to become aware of it but I would say it's I would say it sucks just like all these other societal issues but it sucks because it's become so normalized and like a lot of people feel fine about it like they excused it and um I would say like my strongest opinion is that it it makes what's the word my strongest opinion on it is that it makes, it kind of paints a lot of minority communities in a way that they shouldn't be painted. Because for example, I found that like with a lot of like traditional Indian clothing or like the 
forgot the name but like you know like the like it's like these like the really extravagant jewelry that they wear like all like throughout like their yeah like their ears and stuff like that like a lot of like singers and dancers will use that in their music videos and then like use it and like sexualize it in a way that it's probably not meant to be portrayed and so it kind of like illustrates like oh like the people that wear these traditional clothing like they just want to wear it like to be provocative and like that's the only like purpose when it's really not and it's been around for years but like these singers and like artists use it to like make themselves feel different and they don't even participate in that culture or like even a religion if it's from and so I that like it paints people like communities and cultures in this way that they really don't want to be illustrated in. I really liked how you described um, cultural appropriation now and even in your episode it was really informative and what are a few issues that you think need more attention in mainstream media today? I think the first one for sure, I would say greenwashing. Um, basically to define it, greenwashing is, it's related to sustainability and it's when like fast fashion stores will paint their clothing as being like environmentally friendly or conscious and like helping the environment. I know a big H&M that's greenwashing is like, like these tags and it's like, it says like green or like it just it has to include like the element green and so it'll say like, oh, like this is being recycled and like all of this clothing is like slowly produced really good for the environment when in reality they contribute a lot of waste to landfills and like they waste a lot of water and they just can um contribute a lot to environmental damage and degradation and so i would say that definitely deserves greenwashing for sure deserves more of a spotlight in mainstream media only because like it swindles people into they're helping the environment when they're really not and like that's what like contributes to fast fashion waste the most because now more people are buying these products and like environment even more because they think that they're doing something good and so I feel like if we bring more attention to it a, a lot less people will buy or at least buy a little less when it comes to these companies that have those campaigns um in terms of other issues I would probably say hmm, I can't, I'm like trying to go through the like the issues I talk about but I would I would probably say um mental health within minority populations um a lot of people don't even realize that like when we look at mental health statistics they're mainly like um generated by white people for white people and so knowing that there's other races that have to deal with news that just aren't broadcasted that's a really big deal to me and i i I'm even like with the merchandise I designed, like I donate all the proceeds to the Black Emotional Mental Health Collective because I just wish more people like could bring awareness to it because it really sucks. And I don't think people talk about it enough. That's so inspiring. I completely agree with you. I truly believe that we need more inclusivity when it comes to um, including mental health resources for the other sections of society as well. Because I feel personally right now, our um, mental health resources are being focused and you know just targeted towards the white population it's very white whitewashed yeah and there are uh, there are rather a lack of resources for the other sections of society like even in my country itself there are people who go who have mental issues and they really go unnoticed it's because they have no idea about what um what a mental health issue is they don't have any facilities or any resources to get them Cells diagnosed as such and I feel like we as a nation have really been failing when it comes to addressing mental health issues at a national level because in spite of you know how much ever we talk about being open towards it 
by the end of the day there's only a certain section of society and that's usually the richer kids who have the money to pay for those resources and not the people who you know who who can't who have who barely have the 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 ability to pay for their basic necessities that is so true and i agree like i feel like it, it it's even worse knowing that like these like large governments and like societal like organizations like they're not doing anything about it because they don't like take it seriously so yeah it's definitely again like systemic and it sucks like i wish i wish more people would talk about that exactly finally um what lies in store for your informative podcast I would say a lot of new episodes. Um, I'm particularly working on a lot of um, collaborations with guests. Um, it's actually so hard to like get like professionals on my show because they're like, oh, I'm busy. Like, I can't do this day. Um, talk to me next year. And so now like next year is actually approaching. And I have people that I wanted to in like October that were like, mm, get back to me in like 2022. And so now I'm like, like trying to prepare emails and like stuff like that. So I would say like definitely a lot more guests, a lot of based like podcast topics, because like now that I'm a senior, like applying for college and stuff, like I found that there's so many more issues that I could even think of when I was a sophomore making the podcast. So uh, more student-based issues, a lot more guests and a lot more episodes. That's amazing. Thank you so much for coming over on today's episode. I'm so glad you did. Personally speaking, I have been listening to your podcast episodes for, for so long. And I just like how you deeply go into each topic and you present your sources. You have the links. You're, you're, very, you're quite well-educated on the kind of topics you present. And I think that's something I really appreciate about you. You're very open also, I feel. You're, you're really open about the topics you talk about. And just you're doing such a nice job you're inspiring the youth to you know actually listen about such topics to be more aware about greenwashing or sustainability or cultural appropriation to name a few and the work you're doing is simply phenomenal and phenomenal i'm just in complete awe of you thank you so much for coming over today i'm really glad you did Thank you so much for having me on. I had so much fun. Like your questions are great and like open-ended. So thank you so much. I also love your podcast. So like, I'll be sure to like give you a shout out like when this episode comes out. So thank you.